1: yeah, and there's the screens from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted
2: to the thrill. it's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Come on, can't be scared
1: when it goes down. Got a problem? Tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is you. tonight.
3: Hey, welcome to the Palm Las Sports Talk. we in the studio with Alex Clancy. Deborah Debris from com. Check that out. Definitely. We'll talk about more, more, a little bit more of that on the show. Uh, but upcoming, we have, uh, Deborah's going we're gonna be on the couch with Deborah. So, I think we got two people on the phone that's gonna need to be on the couch with Deborah. But we do oh, have okay. Clancy's Corner. We have Clancy's Corner coming up in the second half, uh, of the show. Uh, but Kenya Simone, we have, uh, Samaj Kadir. Welcome to the yeah. show.
2: Thank you.
3: These are both surprises. Let me let you guys know.
2: <laughs> I had
3: no idea Kenya was going to call in or, or come on. Kenya, you got to you got to start calling a little bit more.
2: I do absolutely. I'm I'm making a very big effort to do that because I love the show so much. I appreciate being now, part. Well, of.
3: we have fun with you on the show. What's what's going on in uh, Chicago? WGCI. Well,
2: we're, we're just getting ready for a couple concerts, big concerts here in the city. Uh, the Scream Tour. All the kids love everybody that's on the Big Scream Tour. And um, I've got a Black Girls Rock viewing party with BET coming up, November sixth. So yeah, just staying busy doing things in the community.
3: Black Girls, Rock. how do we get tickets to that? Well, I, I assume if we just get to Chicago, then we're all we all set.
2: Come to Chicago when it anything it's more than seventy degrees. So it'll stop. You're not <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I'm so scared of the weather
3: here. Yeah, well, Chicago, man, I don't mess with the cold weather. That's why I stay in Arizona. I deal with this hot heat. <laughs> I deal with this hundred and thirty degrees we had this yeah. this year. Uh, but that cold weather, man, no way. No way. Samaj Kadir, where you been?
2: Uh, working hard at school, just trying to make it happen. Trying make, to make things happen, that's it.
3: Make it happen, huh?
2: I'm trying.
3: That's what they're saying now. Make it happen. <laughs> it's an L.A. term. <laughs> yeah, it's an L.A. term, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we uh, to put it. We uh, appreciate you guys chiming in. What we're going to do is talk a little baseball. Uh, chime in if you know a little bit something about it. But, you know, sports are sports. Sports are sports. And we're gonna do football, we're gonna do a little injuries. We may get some uh psycho analogies on uh some things uh from Deborah. Uh but look, Alex, your Saint Louis Cardinals are could be in trouble. Texas Rangers went on two game win streak to t- to move ahead of these guys three two in the mm-hmm. World Series. But there was a lot of things in play in these games uh coming up.
4: Sure. Yeah, um, the big one that I saw was Texas gave up nine hits in the last two games, which, um, usually is a recipe for success. Uh, their pitching is, has come out of the woodworks. Um, they had, they had an eight and two thirds, um, eight, eight, eight and two thirds gem pitched by Holland, uh, in game four. And, um, you know, he struck out seven, only walked two. Uh, last night was really interesting. They intentionally walked our pools three times. Which was smart. Well, and everybody's oh, yeah. like, "Let's do this, let's do this, let's do this," right. and then they actually did it, and it, it got a little, it got a little hairy there. They had the bases loaded with one out, right, and they got out of it. You know, it, those are the things that are going to come with um, putting putting people on base well, when on the, purpose.
3: When the first guy struck out, the decision to walk Albert Pujols was made right away, sure, because you had that one out. You walk him, you bring up somebody who's who puts it in play, and then you can work on that double play and mm-hmm. get him out. The bases were loaded, as you said, but the smart decision is always. Always to walk Apple Pool holes unless there's nobody on base and you got, unless you have an eight run lead. Yeah,
4: especially after you hit three
3: bombs, <laughs> uh, two days, two games ago in game three. Right. Absolutely. But, it, you know, there's a like, lot, and we talked about the things that, how this game could have been, the outcome could have been different with players at first base. Instant replay. Is baseball gonna have to need more instant replay? Or you and I were talking about the sensors off the air.
4: Yeah, um, after, in the fourth inning in game three, there was obviously, Matt Holiday obviously got tagged out. Mm-hmm. Um, it led to a big four-run inning, and, and it always begs the question, should there be more instant replay in baseball? Should, should um, yeah, in, especially on, on a bang-bang plays, you know, they go to the replay, it's either get it right or let it be. And and the national pastime is baseball. America's pastime is baseball. So they've made the least amount of changes out of any sport. They do home runs to see if it, it, it's if it went over the wall. Um they do and but, uh, like the foul plays right, and stuff like that. And I that. think that it should stay as is.
3: It's human error. That that's the beauty of the sport. You win some, you lose some in this. You know, an interesting point was uh in baseball and I think this baseball probably the only sport that can do this if they go virtual. Because of, because of the sensors I think they will have to have a uh, umpire They will have to have somebody Well you can You don't have to have an infield Just two Two umpires One behind the plate And one in the infield Other than that when balls go out to the park, you can review those from the camera. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, at what point do you start making them just video games?
3: Yeah, right. And that's know, exactly. Because, you know, and that's when it's going to come know, to it. Yep. Yeah,
0: exactly. Just play the game, and you know, human error is part of it. We go back to you know, if you have the human error, then you have to manage your emotions around it, and just get better at what you're doing to overcome you know whatever the umpires are calling.
4: Now, hedging the bet kind of is maybe like football. You have a challenge. You yeah. have a challenge. You have a little right. buzzer that, that, that buzzes the ump, and they go review it on on tape. As opposed to having to go all the way to you know virtual reality sensors and whatnot, and you get one, but if, you get one you get one a game, you get three a series. They can make it as to where it's still human error, but it, it can be curtailed a little bit to get the call right at, at the most important times. Because a lot of times, um, if that was in the first inning, the first batter of the game, right. it's a big difference than having the, than allowing for
3: uh, a four-run inning to, to happen. And, and if everybody's willing to accept the human error, then that's one thing. But doing World Series, doing Super Bowls, NBA championship, they have the best referees on, on that on that field on that court. Mm-hmm. They have the best referees in there, and those referees get nominated because of what they do all year. That's right. How many points they uh, amount yeah, to all year and, and right. calls? Scored. Yeah, at score. Yeah. They've gra- they have great. They get graded all throughout the whole season to get into those big games, those World Series, those Super Bowls. But also with the, uh, you know, if it's human nature and everybody wouldn't accept that, then that's fine. The thing with the the calls, the the challenge plays, is it slows the game down. Yeah, that's Football the thing. takes forever yeah. now yeah. because you're slowing the game yeah, down. Yeah, but look at this. And
2: baseball is already a long, long story to
3: watch. Right. right, I understand. But then you have
4: the manager that, you know, waddles out to to home plate to argue a balls and strikes or to argue, <laughs> uh, argue a bang-bang play. If you if you challenge it, it'll probably take less time than a manager. That's usually a three or four minute, five minute thing. That that's could a commercial be,
3: break. Yeah, could
4: be easy. And oh, uh, so uh, it's a way of icing the other team too. Right, right. But the challenge thing is, you buzz them. They go up. Nobody has to move. All they do is they go up to the booth. They review it. Uh, it's either correct or incorrect. It gets reversed or it doesn't get reversed. And then mm-hmm. you and then you're done with it.
3: So so is golf the only gentleman sport? Uh, and by gentleman, I mean that you you. You police yourself mm. in, in this sport. Uh, is this the only sport that's even pure now? Because uh, the only thing about golf now is they're worrying about guys taking enhancement drugs to get stronger. Um, and and I don't know what direction I would go with that. And, unless every if, if everyone can take it, if it's banned, it's banned. But if everyone can take it, then you're giving yourself an advantage. You just mm. you just take your own well, matters our, you? Are- your, you take your own matters. Put your own matters in your hands as far as your health is concerned.
0: Right. When you start taking enhancement drugs and things like that, it's like, you know, what is the... Into benefit because, uh, you know, in some sports, take golf, for instance, you know, they buy sciences involved with all the equipment that they buy, the shoes they buy, the hat they wear, the ball they use, the whatever. I mean, it gets totally ridiculous, and everybody looks at everything outside instead of looking at what really makes a player good, which is their internal strength.
3: Right. And, and I'm glad
2: you all brought up enhancement drugs because on a trending topic on Twitter and Facebook after Albert Puro's game the other night, which was absolutely amazing, the first thing everybody wanted to say was... Uh oh, it's Sean Royce. Is he you know taking drugs? Going over him. No one is just a standout athlete anymore, it seems. The first thing everybody thinks is something's going on, he's taking drugs. Not he's dedicated to his craft. He's you know, he's practicing, he's doing his thing. The first thing everybody wants to say is he's taking some type of steroids or performance enhancing drugs. What do you all think about that?
3: I'm I'm totally against the uh that that's that. That's 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 that human nature we were just talking about. That's a guy can never be just as good as he is, or or he can never improve from one year to the next without someone saying he's taking drugs. And that comes with the drug era we had with the uh, Maguire and Sosa and those guys, uh, Bonds, uh, Leslie Bonds. Um, that comes in that era.
1: No,
0: I tell you what, the drug. The drug I try to get all my athletes on is the one that Derek Holland is on, which is his own personal being himself. I mean, he's just young and pure and having a lot of fun. He knows when to focus, when to get serious. He's playing the game straight up. He's got the stash rolling. Yeah. I mean, he's get just get know, having that. a great
4: time.
3: Get rid of that. Get rid of that. But
0: it works for him. It's got a meaning for him. Just like the tats on the guys, they've all got meaning for Wilson's him. So spirit, whatever yeah.
3: works. Now, I seen Barry Bonds. I seen Mark Wire when they first come into the league. Mm-hmm. They were just as skinny as I am right now. Mm-hmm. But those guys, they blew up mm-hmm. to monsters. And yeah when you take those drugs, you don't take those drugs just to get big it's, it does help your hand out coordination, the speed of the bat and recover uh, recover from injuries you, faster you, you too, right? recover from injuries a lot faster. I know guys were in football they was taking um it was called H, HMO or something like that it's the stuff they they had hamstring problems, it's the stuff they rub on horses to get them back on the race real quick, there you go. and it gets in sync to your skin and it just your breath just smells like Garbage. Hot garbage. Oh. Yeah, but... Something to look forward to. Yeah, but I've never had to take it, but... Uh, I
2: but, want to get back
3: to you saying you were skinny. When did that happen? I'm skinny. I'm uh, I'm 200 pounds. <laughs> we can talk about that later. Yeah, I'm 200 pounds. Ken, uh. don't be looking at my butt now. <laughs> oh, God, see, he did it. See, you, you set him up for it. <laughs> no, what, what I remember about
4: uh, Barry Bonds is I saw Rookie of the Year when I was younger, and he was in that for a split second, and he looked probably 60 pounds lighter than he was. And our oh. Albert Pujols, 60 pounds lighter than he ended up being when he hit 70, and you have um, our Pujols, who has never wavered. He might have gotten a little bit bigger, but his body structure stayed the same. Yeah. And I said, and when he hits home runs, a lot of them are line drives because he's so strong, they just happen to get over the fence. And I said, when the Mitchell Report came out, I said, if our Pujols ever roided, I will never watch baseball again, because he's the only pure thing left in baseball from when he started to now. And I really hope that it continues to stay that way. Otherwise, there's going to be a lot of problems for baseball.
3: Yeah, yeah well, I, I like to see what those guys, because he's always maintained. You see guys like A-Rod over, over in the Yankees that uh, allegedly took some stuff. No, he didn't allegedly. He did take it, but then he tried to blame it on his um, cousin in Cuba somewhere Whatever. somewhere where he was. Yeah. But he never. he never... And like Alex, Alex, like you said, these guys take it to get to heal a lot quicker because he never got bigger or anything. He just was injured for a long time. When you get injured and you're trying to chase records, which he is, he's trying to chase a lot of records that are in front of him that that he's pretty much close to. Within the next three years, he probably have some records. Uh, But then he's tainted with. How does he get into the that Hall of Fame? With drugs, because I still believe a guy like Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose, Absolutely. no, I agree. Pete Rose bet when he was playing, not right. when he was managing. Yeah. Right. And and it's, and, it's, and it's crazy to keep a guy out there for life when it, these guys right now are doing crazier things. Mm-hmm. So Kenya, to answer your question, um, yeah, I, I'm not, I don't listen to that talk. a guy can be as good as he is, just because he worked harder, I know a lot of guys that are real good uh, that didn't. I've never seen any steroids. i never heard the talk of steroids, or or did anything. And I don't, I don't. You don't have to take it because you're already one of the best in the world. It's just those Perfect injuries. Level. Yeah, it's it's a lot of pressure to stay on the field, be on the field. Um, you know, I could I was I was undrafted. I could have easily started taking ter- steroids if I believed if I didn't believe I had enough to to uh, make teams and stuff like that. I watched these guys play when I first got here. I'm like, I could play with these guys. It's just another level. Uh, they're the same guys it's just another level
0: well and you hit on it right there when you said if you would have believed that that's what it would take and instead you Mm -hmm. had a different belief and you believed in yourself and your skills and your talents and you made it work where if these guys believe they have to go outside of themselves to find something else to make them better then that's where they're going to go it's like taking a placebo
3: right and i don't want i don't want because you see these little kids uh playing at these different levels and you go to different cities uh states and cities these guys are Outstanding athletes, but they start taking steroids Mm -hmm. at a young age and for no reason. And all you're doing is messing up your health that you're not going to be able to recover from unless some magical scientific drug come out. Months. overseas that we you can go over there to get, but we won't have a lot. There's a lot of things we don't have in this country that you can get somewhere else and it's legal.
0: Well, and the reason they start taking that stuff is because the expectations that are put on them, not only by themselves, but mostly by, you know, parents and coaches and everybody else around them, okay. put so much pressure on them, they think they've got to do something in order to get the appreciation that they really want.
3: Yeah. Well, okay, look, we'll take a break. We we'll won't come back, and we got a Clancy's Corner. He has a... I guess he has something to talk about. I don't know. I do have something to talk about. And then uh, <laughs> I do. I do. Believe <laughs> it or not. Believe it or not, Kwame. I do. Okay. And then we, we hit on some t right after the Clancy Corner, but we'll talk a little bit about, about what you have going on. Yeah. Hey, this is Kwame Lotter Sports Talk. Alex Clancy in the studio, W Debris. Got Keen Simone and Samaj Kadir online. <laughs>
5: your internet flagship station for sports, Voice of Sports. Tired of the same mundane talk radio show, boring opinions, and people not knowing or telling the truth? Tune into the sports life with Josh and Otis. This show is brought to you by two men who know the good, the bad, and the ugly of professional sports. Josh and Otis's experience and careers in the NFL give them access to the inside information and a reason to have a candid opinion. Tune into the Voice America Sports Channel Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific. The Sports Life with Josh and Otis. It's more than sports talk. It's a way of life play ball. If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the off season, look no further than the King's Corner Talking Baseball with former World Series champion Jim Leyritz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner Talking Baseball Baseball with Jim Leyritz is heard every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel.
6: we are talking sports with Kwame Lasseter. If you have a question or comment for the show today, give us a call right now. The toll-free number is 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Now, back to Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk.
3: Welcome back to the show. We got uh, Clancy's Corner coming up. But I want to say uh, I, I did that at a golf tournament at the uh, – McCormick Ranch for Barbara Cavanaugh and those guys. It was it was well put together. It was probably 150 teams out there, and they had two they had two teams go out, uh, and it was for myeloma, the cancer. Uh, so uh, check out the website. It's www.myelomaaz.org, um, and it was a good event, but it, it does bring it does bring awareness to to what uh, the cancer is. There's so many cancers out there, man. that's attacking us that you can't even. Is it the fool's eating or is it the, I don't want to turn this into a round table, yeah. but...
0: Every time you turn around, it's something different, It's too, something different. Yeah. But and you talk to some of the scientists, and it goes back to the beliefs. Right. You know, that we've all got the the potential inside of us to have cancer. And based on our beliefs, we can either grow it or get rid of it.
3: So if we can keep this same panel, then I can turn this into a round table. We can get everybody in. But, I, you know, I just can't count on two of these people. I'm
1: oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't, say I didn't
3: just say it was you two. Y'all must feel <laughs> for hey, hey, me. Hey, I word. didn't say word. it was you two. Hey, let's go to
4: Clancy's Corner. Okay. Um. Over the weekend, I was watching the Wisconsin-Michigan State football game. Uh, this kid catches a Hail Mary pass. At the buzzer to win the game. And I want, I, I looked him up because I heard, I, I heard the announcers talking about him. His name's Keith Nickel. High school stud. He came out of high school from Michigan. Three, three year all state. He went, he um, initially wanted to go to Michigan State. He committed there. They went 9 and 14 in his last two years in high school. When he was waiting to go there, they fired the, Michigan State fired the coach. He ended up going to Oklahoma. There he runs into Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford is now the starting quarterback for the St. Louis Rams. Bad luck? Yeah, uh, probably. He, had, he decided to go back to Michigan State, where he got beat up by the current quarterback, now Kirk Cousins. Instead of getting downtrodden, instead of quitting, instead of trying another sport, he stuck with it, started one game his sophomore year, threw, threw for 180 yards and a win. In the 2010 Alamo Bowl, he decided to switch the receiver position. He was probably asked to do so. He ended up scoring a touchdown out of the wildcat position. His junior year, he ranked fifth on the team in receptions, completed four or seven passes for 62 yards and two touchdowns over the year. He threw a 49-yard touchdown pass in the Capital One Bowl against 15th-ranked Alabama at the time. Um, he catches this pass uh, against, against Wisconsin. might be one of the biggest catches of the year for them because this might catapult them into a BCS bowl game. Why do I talk about him? You know, After reading about the story, I couldn't help but sing inspiration. You know, granted, he didn't have any debilitating injury that, that he overcame or overcome extraordinary odds, but all he did was keep his head down, keep playing, and good things happen to people that keep playing. Now, there's probably a million a million people that, happen, that this exact same thing happened to, and it just makes you realize how much of a crapshoot football is in general. College football, pros, you know, with, with quarterbacks in college, it's even worse because... You have you have uh, you have a lifespan of four years maximum, five years if you redshirt. It's not like a Tom Brady Drew Bledsoe situation where the the starting quarterback gets hurt and then the backup comes in, takes the team to a Super Bowl, and then now he's a perennial All Star and future Hall of Famer. You only have so much time to make a name for yourself, regardless of what you did in high school, because there are so many talented players to play in college football. Now, Kwame, you were undrafted. Unfortunately, you, I was. Well, but you came. You
3: played for many, many years in the NFL. You made a Pro Bowl. Well, I'm not a huge fan. It's all timing. This guy, you're talking about Michigan State, and congratulations to Michigan State. Uh, they're 6-1 and one right now. Yeah, ranked and that, 11 in the, BC, that in the BCS. That was a huge They should be ranked a lot lower, but I think they might be ranked 9th or 11. You're right. Um, that was a huge catch for that team uh, to put them in that situation. They're in the top 10 uh, as far as the NCAA is, um, the BCS. Uh, but it's all timing. When I came out, I wasn't drafted, and if you look at, if they go on by the numbers, and if you look at the numbers, uh, they put so much of premium on the 40-time. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of guys that can't run. Uh, you can run straight all you want to. You train for that stuff. Football is not a track. A track meet. Football is more lateral, more mm-hmm. planning, and then even so, it's more thinking. you got to be thinking. There's a lot of guys out there that you saw in college, and when they got to the pros, you were like, what happened to this guy? Well, he was in, he was in a dummy. He couldn't think on the field. Uh, even I've noticed a lot of guys that run, have blazing speed, can't catch. So you use them as a receiver and you try to put them on defense or defensive by then they don't have any hips. There's a lot of things that come into football, but they do these tests uh, just so they can put you in a, a certain mm-hmm. slot where they, can't, where they don't have to pay you or they have to pay you, one or the other. Uh, but... It's just timing. The guy you mentioned in Michigan State, and congratulations to Mark D'Antonio and his team out up there. Uh, he'll probably be one of those guys you hear again. And he hasn't started, and he went through all his adversity, but he kept playing, and he makes big plays when it comes up.
0: Well, that's the thing. You got you know Keith. The way you talked about him. I mean, man, you talk about coming overcoming adversity, and I look at a guy that is learning all the way. You know, I'm guessing that every time he got knocked down, he was looking at, you know, what is it that caused me to get knocked down and what am I going to do about it? And then keeps implementing new and different ways to get better and better and continued to believe in himself which is the biggest aspect of all this, uh, to believe in yourself and to be able to see that dream, feel that dream, and keep that dream alive. And like Kwame said, it's not just about being able to run fast or hit hard. There's a lot more involved in the sport, no matter what position you play, and to keep that creativity going and learning from everybody that you're watching what is it that I can do different and model after some of the best players possible to grow yourself into a position when you
4: have an opportunity like this Man, you make it gold. Sure. And 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 you decide to go to a big school with this in the back of your head. There might be somebody better than me that I might have to play behind if I want to win. You can go to McNeese State and start yeah. and throw over 20,000 yards and nobody's
3: going to hear about you. Well, I tell you I'll like, tell you the combines is and they use these combines. This is only to make money. You you don't have I tell you why. These same guys you you invite to the combine. You've already looked at them in school. Mm-hmm, you've right. already went to their school and worked them out. So now you've got the combine. The combine on TV. Why, why Why? is this on TV? Mm-hmm. So you bring a bunch of guys, a, a bunch of uh, uh, potential first-rounders, potential high-draft pick guys. You bring them to one arena, and you let them compete. Well, they're not competing. They, they've already run for you at the at the school. Mm-hmm. So this is all about, it's all about money. It's all about business for the NFL, and the mm-hmm. NFL is what put this on.
0: Right, and watching the combines, like you say, it's either, you know, how high can you jump, how far can you jump, how fast can you run. You know, right. they watch your laterals and those type of things, but you're not in competition. Right. You know, they should also be watching what's the guy doing when he's standing in line waiting for his turn. What does he do the minute he's run that 40 and maybe didn't make the time he wanted? How is he, how is he responding to that?
3: Right, because when I left the Cardinals, uh, I visited the Jets, uh, I visited uh, Jacksonville, New York, and Seattle. You know, when I got to Seattle... Uh, it's, it's such a business that when you gotta go visit these doctors also. So I'm, I'm in there talking to the doctor. We just talking. Then he said, okay, you all good? Didn't check me out at all. He asked me, how you feeling? I said, I'm feeling good. I said, you gonna check me out? He said, no, this is just for Vegas. And you say you feeling good, you feeling good. This is for Vegas so they know how to, uh, to do the, the to spread, the point spread.
1: Yeah.
3: I was like, wow. And then, I then I go to the comp, I go to the, yeah, I, I should say compounds, what it is. <laughs> I go to the facilities in Seattle, and they say, uh, I say, I'm not, we doing any running things? No, we already know you can play. Uh We just want to see if you can run our defense. So I go there just to get on the chalkboard and do a bunch of things and watch film. And that's what it should be. That's how it should be, the way Seattle does it. Because the Combines right now are already seeing these guys. So you don't have to really go in there. And, it's all about money. You don't have to really go in there and just select a few guys. Uh They're some Diamond and roughs. If I was a scout, I'm going to all the um, black colleges to get some players. I, well, I'm going to get, if you want just speed, then that's where I'm going. Right.
0: And when I prepare my guys. Oh, go ahead I was going to say, when I prepare my guys for the combine or or their pro days and that, I'm not only looking at the event and, you know, what do they need to be the best in based on their position. I'm also looking how do we keep them calm and cool for those interviews when they do go to the teams, um, for the workouts when they do go to the team. How can they stay cool for the interviews when they're at the combine and the teams are standing there asking a whole bunch of questions. There's so much more to it.
2: Yeah. It's good to hear the background story um, behind Keith Nichols. I... Graduated from University of Illinois in Champaign, so I'm not a big fan of Michigan State or Wisconsin, of course.
1: <laughs> but
2: I, uh, I watched the game and enjoyed it. You know, I was just a great catch; it, the ball bounced around a couple times, but it was a great catch. So it's good to, to put that human person to you know behind the scenes of that catch that happened the other day.
4: Yeah, I mean he's he's also just a, a victim of the beast, which is Big Brother. You have the NFL. And then, which is always overlooking everything, as you said, Kwame. And then you have you play for these coaches that really just want to keep their jobs. It's isn't high school anymore. It's not Pee-wee. They're not going to play you just to play you. You have to earn a spot somewhere. And they didn't have to make him a wide receiver at Michigan State. No. Because they- he was a third-string quarterback at Oklahoma. So even though Sam Bradford got hurt in, in the year that he was there, he wasn't going to play anyways. So he transferred. He's like, if I want to play and I want to win, I'm going to help the team in any way that I possibly can. He's, he's going to swallow his pride. He was probably told to
3: since he was five years old, that he was the best anybody he ever seen. And he was probably on his teams. Right. Uh, and, and you're right. If he wanted to play anything you want to do, if you want to do that, then you just concentrate. You find a way to get in. Mm-hmm. And he could have been third-string quarterback and wasn't going to play at all unless some dr- dramatic happened. Both quarterbacks got hurt. Right. And sometimes they still overlook you. They'll put a running back in there, and mm-hmm. then they go to that wildcat in these days. Mm-hmm. Uh But what was more, what was just as impressive in that game is that Michigan State didn't have any penalties in that game. I've never seen a mm-hmm. penalty-free game ever. That sucks. I've never seen a penalty-free game. Michigan State didn't have, in. yeah, any penalties in that game. How is that possible? And and maybe the referees didn't call a lot of things. <laughs> and and the referees officiating, not only in college but on a, on a bigger scale, let's say the NFL. And the college is probably a big just as big as business as the uh, National Football League. The officiating sucks. These guys, I, I think these guys should be um, in their forties, fifties, that can run with these world-class athletes. You got dentists, doctors, and lawyers, and out there trying to run with these world-class athletes and missing <laughs> and missing calls. They're to of Next the
0: yeah,
3: yeah. But yeah. I mean, you can you can you can call holding on every play in football, right? You, easily, so easily. It's, it's all selective. Yeah, but not down the field when you can't. You, I, can't I, 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 you can't see it. You can't run with these guys. No, no referee in this league can run with it. Run with these football, right. uh, these skill guys. You can call pi from fifteen, fifteen yards back, though. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so because it's a fight. It's both when the ball is in the air, they are both entitled to that ball, as long as you're not holding each other. Right. But you can arm wrestle with each other the whole right, time. But, but
4: they're watching the players. They, they don't care what's going on in the play. If that's them. You know, they're watching Mike Wallace scream down the field like he, like he did against Arizona. You're only
3: watching one thing. As long as you don't impede Mike Wallace from catching the ball. Uh, but if you stand in the spot and Mike Wallace runs to you, that's offensive pass interference. Yeah. that's so Which is called, what, rarely. seven times a yeah. year? Um, and, and I do want to talk a little bit about Tebow because Tebow played against the, uh, and we only got a minute left. But uh, well, we got two more seconds. We got another <laughs> segment after this. Um, let's come back. Let's talk Tebow. Let's talk NFL. Get into some NFL uh, we may squeeze a little basketball in. Odin is supposed to call in, but I'm going to have some few words for him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, this is Kwame Sports Talk. We got Alex Fancy in the studio, Deborah Debris, YourClearHedge.com, Kenya Simone, WGCI, and Samaj Kadir in LA. We'll be back in a minute.
5: Nobody has experienced the pain and joy of family life in a way that Freddie Scott has. And his experiences in life and sports and business can help you create a successful family future. We'll cover many aspects of family building and management with a focus on fatherhood. Men and women want their families to succeed during these tough times. Our show will give you hope for the future and practical tools for a successful family. Tune in to the Freddie Scott Show. Tackling the game of life. Mondays at Noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. Your Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
6: You're talking sports with Kwame Lasseter. If you have a question or comment for the show today, give us a call right now. The toll-free number is 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Now, back to Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk.
3: Welcome back to Kwame Lasseter. Welcome back to the show. We uh, We were talking, we were about to talk Tim Tebow. And Alex is really a, I'm thinking he's a huge Tim Tebow fan. And as an as an athlete, Tim Tebow is not, he's nowhere in the top 100. Um, as a person, he's somewhere in the top 100. And that's from the outside looking in as a person. Because I don't know the guy, never been anywhere with him, just watched him from the TV screen, watched him from stadiums. Now, we make excuses for everybody that plays like Tebow or Tebow that plays like uh, Michael Vick or Vince Young who's another running quarterback uh, that tries to pass the ball. Now, these guys have gotten better. I'm not t- saying Tebow is not going to get any better, but I'm not going to make an excuse and shorten down my package and expect to win uh, football games with that guy. Uh, the Miami Dolphins has a pretty good defense, but a terrible offense. Yeah. Tim Tebow, he, he ended up coming back in the fourth quarter, but didn't do anything for three and a half. Well, didn't do anything for four quarters of that until... <laughs> Uh, half of that quarter when he put up 15 points. Who had more points at the end of the game? I'm sorry? Who had more points at the end of the game? The uh, Denver Broncos. Yes, he did. That don't mean t won the game. <laughs> Correct. Mm-hmm. But
4: he brought them back. Okay, if Tom Brady would have done this? Tom Brady was...
3: Uh, Tom uh, Brady, it, it, when it came in with all the hype, and while I ins- Tom Brady, was a six-round draft pick. If, if Tim t was a third-rounder, then he will be all that he's supposed to be. Tim, you got to make light... And make reasons for this guy playing. If the Denver Broncos don't play him, they're going to ask, why are you not playing this guy? Why Kyle, Kyle Orton is not a bad quarterback at all. It's just who follows Tim Tebow can get those teams, behind, the guys behind him that's on his team. And that's what you're looking for. How many guys can I get on that football field that's following each other? Okay. My whole point is
4: people are telling him what he can and cannot do. Let him prove to us what he can and cannot do. He played three games last year, or four games last year, when it didn't matter. Three. When it didn't matter. (laughs) Are you trying to confuse me? No, no. (laughs) Um, It was that easy, yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Give me a second. This 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 year,
4: in theory, this year, they could still make the playoffs. In theory, they could still make the playoffs. Last year, they were out of playoff contention. Let the kid play. Maybe he he plays. well you like to? He plays in like a hybrid, half wildcat, half not wildcat. Nobody plays the way he does. So maybe it's gonna work. I'm saying let him show us that he can't play. Nobody plays like him. He's playing like when Michael
3: Vick came in the league. That's He's exactly not like Michael like, Vick is so much faster than him and not as big. It's different. Tim Tebow came in as a running quarterback. They they worked this guy all off season uh, after his co- collegiate career. To try to make him a passing quarterback, everybody Tim Tebow, everybody told him he couldn't do this, couldn't do that. Tim Tebow showing us he can't do it. He goes back in trouble. He goes back to his old mechanics. He's one he to know. He's one to know. He's one to know. That's one game. That's it. That's in the lead two years.
4: Right, well, because he hasn't released really, he hasn't started an important game yet. And game, was every the worst game
3: in the National Football League is important. I don't know which game is not important. Not when I, it's, it's
4: not in playoff contention. Let me it's tell you. Different.
3: Let me tell you why these games are important. Because Baltimore Ravens in January they're gonna have problems because they lost their game last yeah, night to Jacksonville. I agree. I agree. Jacksonville. I agree. Tim Tebow. In my opinion, he's not—he's trash. He's not good. 13, 13 of 27. He wouldn't be my quarterback. I, I would have drafted Tim Tebow in the third round. I would have thought I had the best draft in the world, the best still in the world. I, I, gotta,
4: I, I agree that he needs work, and he and he might not or probably will not succeed, but you got to let him try.
3: I don't have to. That's I mean, fine. They, they, that's right. They're going to. Yeah, the Broncos, they have to. The Broncos, the Broncos have to to justify that first round
4: pick. Well, they're the happiest people alive. They're the happiest people alive. The suits of the Broncos are the happiest because it's a win win. One, he does well and they're god Number two, he doesn't and the fans can shut up and he they can get a real quarterback in there and they can win. It's a win win. They can
3: so they fold in their season on Tim Tebow. Yeah, you got to do it once. No, you don't. That's you you, you wasted a first-round pick on him otherwise. And they lost, they lost Brandon Law to, to uh, St. Louis Rams. Right. Tim Tebow, now granted, he doesn't have anybody to throw to. Yeah. Running game is suspect. Yeah. But there are a lot of teams like that.
0: You guys are so right and so wrong all at the same time. You're going at it. But here's, here's the thing. What I'm looking at is, is the game important? Yeah, dude, every game's important. There's no doubt about that. It's not only the game and the win, which is obviously important, but what are the... Um, uh, you know, what are you setting up for the next time around? What are the patterns and the routines that you're setting up for the next time around? I look at a guy like Tebow or a guy like uh, Vic and you look at their natural style. What is it that they can do and do really, really well and leverage it? You know, what is it that they're really messing up on big time? Because, again, he had 57 minutes that he was not anywhere close to being good.
1: Mm-hmm. No and way. how are you going <laughs> to
0: specifically and exactly look at what did he do right in there? Because there was some right in there. And what did you do wrong? And then figure out plays to make all that work. Sure. I just feel like you got to
2: be a competitor from the beginning
3: to the end. Well, Tim Tebow, he's one of the top competitors in national football. He's that guy. He competes. He has that drive to do that. But he doesn't have everything he need to be. Right now. I'm and not I, gonna, and I'm I not agree with you on that. I'm not, not going to say tomorrow he's just something going to click and he's he's going to be that same Tim Tebow. Tomorrow they might figure out something, but when you only got certain packages you can run, that's why the, game, sure. the Miami Dolphins are terrible. Mm-hmm. Defensively, they're pretty good, but now they have injuries because they were always on the field because of the lack of offense they have in Miami. Tim Tebow, fortunately... Came into the right situation playing mind. they're not going to be able to do that against a whole lot of teams that are that are halfway decent I, 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 because the package is shortened offensively for the Denver Broncos with Tim Tebow in there. Tim Tebow made a, th- a great throw to the tight end down the field, uh, but other than that, he played for well, Deborah for fifty seven minutes. Yeah. He was irrelevant. Now yeah. one, so one I'll oh, go ahead, Kenya. I'm sorry.
2: No, for, for it to be king to nothing, I just I knew they were done. They were out. I would turn to another channel, flip them watching different games. but then happened to put back and i like, wait a minute they're up so that me said a lot about that drive that determination that they never gave up on themselves like as opposed to the Bears who I thought okay we got this in the bag and we almost lost at the end of the game which was sick
3: right I don't think Tim Tebow will ever give up in a football game I I, just, I don't see that in him um, because he's so hungry he has that drive he has what Alex is talking about see if I like the guy I can take my fan, fan hat off and critically critique him um But that's just my opinion. I mean, we the guy in Michigan State, Tim Tebow, they've been telling this guy, putting him at the back of the line for the whole time. But he's still finding a way to be noticed, have his name called. Tim Tebow, I'm telling you, in the third round, and I say this all the way until his career is over, because this is what I feel. He would have been the steal of the draft if somebody got him in the third mm-hmm. round. Now, in the first round, you just put a lot of pressure on him to be a starting quarterback. Tim Tebow... Uh, what is he, five, six foot, something, six foot tall. And that's, that has nothing to do with anything because Drew Brees is five eleven and he's one of the listed top at. quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he listed at five eleven and three fourths. Uh, but he's one of the top quarterbacks. Yeah. But I, what Michael Deborah, you were saying, Take what these guys do well and, and let leverage and, it. And, and leverage that. Mm-hmm. Michael Vick was a you get him outside the pocket. Donald McNair you get him outside the pocket. You get all these guys outside the pocket. Uh, Jay Cutler has probably one of the strongest arms in the in the league, but he has no receivers. And if he can stay off his back, he has, he has no he one can to throw run to. Run a little bit. Yeah, and he Jay Cutler can run, but he's always running because of the pressure on him. That mm-hmm. offensive line over there stings. He was sacked <laughs> yeah. fifty-seven times last year. Keep Jay Cutler standing straight up. Chicago Bears is probably uh, deep into the playoffs. Yeah. But Tim, but Michael Vick rolled out. Well, he puts a lot of pressure on defense because now you got a linebacker to try to cover him and he has the option to throw the ball. Michael Vick has a strong arm. He is a, the, one of the tightest sparrows in the game. So, I mean, you, you take what these guys do best and you, you build the package around them. Tim Tebow, you, you got to run a wildcat. He's half wildcat and not. So here, here, let's, let's look at the positives from the game. Ran the ball for 65 it's yards. Be the last three yards. minutes. Go. Okay. Ran the
4: ball, 65 yards, eight carries. Completed a pass to seven different receivers. Which is good. The big one, zero turnovers. Yeah. On his incompletions, no matter how heinous they were, th- heinously they were thrown. He never, of he, them. never yeah. Yeah. Deborah? <laughs> he never, <laughs> two hey, yo, he, yeah, Debra. He never. your finger at me, dude? I'll take you hands. down. <laughs> they can't, they, they can't see that. Um, but he, he might have thrown the ball 15 yards over over the uh, receiver's head, but he never threw it right into the middle linebacker that he didn't see. He never fumbled the ball against these big boys that he's playing against. Now, we'll see next week when Adamic and Sue's coming at him
3: with Detroit. We'll see how he handles himself then. D- Detroit going to kill him. Are you How uh, big of a Tim Tebow fan are you? I, I just want to know because... I, I'm not. I'm, what, I'm not. I, I wasn't
4: until this year. I start. I, I believe in the story of him. He's easy to hate because there's nothing wrong with him. He's uh, never done anything wrong. He's a very religious guy. The media is making him out to be this... Holier than thou when he does probably doesn't even think of that of himself. So it's really hard to hate somebody that has done nothing.
3: Well, wrong. the media is what it is, and and you part of the media you're talking about him right now. So <laughs> it, it is what it is. Let's get off Tim Tebow because that's a lot of that's too much all time. Right, on right, 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 I, right. Right. Let's talk about these uh, injuries, man. Do y'all do you equate the off season and the way these guys came into the season uh, with all these injuries they have? We have a uh, uh, Tashard Choice, he's out. We have uh, Sebastian Janikowski, he could be out. Two weeks off, Darren McFadden, Andre Johnson, Craig Jennings, uh, Ernest Graham. We have uh, who else is out there? Tim Willis, Hightower. Tim is, Hightower, is, you know, he's out of the season. Yeah, Willis so is McG- Ernest Graham. And Willis McGahee, uh has a broken hand, so he'll be back in two weeks. Santana Moss five to seven weeks. Now, wow. I, we, we've talked about this before. Sure. Uh, that uh, this this shortened off season, these guys not being in prepare with their team uh been out for the year uh Santana Moss Matt Stafford uh he's he's day to day cuz he had an MRI and they he has a game coming up against Denver Broncos Tim Hightower, we mentioned Chris Beanie Wells thought he was going to be out for the season but it's just a bone bruise uh but he's 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 a big 10 guy. He's soft as crap anyway. Oh god. Blunt, knock it off. The <laughs> Bears, but he will be there. But do you guys uh you guys credit these these injuries? And we got two minutes before break to a lot of this shortened off season that these guys not being prepared the way they used to. And then there's only 14 hitting practice in camp.
4: Absolutely. It's, it's a type of injuries.
3: Go ahead, Deborah. sorry. Oh, no problem.
0: No, i was just waiting for the. <laughs> and, and then, yeah,
3: before he gave you the hand again. You yeah, uh, really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <he laughs> can't <laughs> see it. If it was oh, okay, Alex on that it, and Whitney right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
4: in a Z formation. Villainize me again. Uh, no, it's, it's 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 hamstrings. It's ACLs. It's not. It, yeah. The hand one. The hand one's different. Um, the uh, the McFadden one, right? And then Beanie Wells. But it's that's just lack of conditioning. The hamstrings especially.
3: Hamstrings come from not being at, being on that field is what I, and I said, these guys are going to be hurt when the season started.
0: And I think it's a combination of what you guys just said, as far as not being prepared because of the short, you know, season preparing, but also any time an injury happens, that can open up not only yourself but anybody else that's seen what just happened to more injury because now self doubt starts coming in. So you start playing a little more cautious instead of the really gutsy and risky type of playing, and it can open you up to a potential injury as well.
3: Well, uh, did Mark Ingram, he. Uh for the. They, know, they didn't have a running game over there in New Orleans anyway, but I wonder why they drafted a guy in the first round. Julio Jones is out for the Atlanta Falcons, and they're playing a lot better without him because you, you all of a sudden get this new toy in the first round, and you feel like you have to change who you are mm-hmm. I, identity wise as an offense. Run the ball with Maurice Maurice Turner. Or Michael Turner, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Run the ball with Michael Turner, and that's how they won games. That's how they win games. And, and Gonzalez just went to the second in receptions. I think he has. Uh, 1,105 receptions just past Chris Carter, and there was another guy that was in, um,
4: I knew about Chris Carter,
3: yeah, but then another the guy who was in, um, Indianapolis Colts with, with, uh, Peyton Manning, but he Marvin just Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison, mm-hmm. um, Jerry Rice is the only thing in his way, but he's never gonna get there, nobody's ever gonna get, there. He's never gonna get that. <laughs> he's never gonna get that, he's never gonna get that as he's he needs about 500 more yards, 400 more receptions, yes. not gonna happen, uh-uh. uh but, but as a tight end. He's, he's out past everyone uh as far as receptions. Now we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll finish up some uh, football. We'll come back. We we'll take a break and maybe do a little bit of basketball. Find out what's going on with everybody before we get out of here. Kwamla Sports Talk. We'll be back. Oh, sexy voice time.
1: No. That's just the start of it, no. yeah, baby. No. <laughs> wow.
5: chip station for sports voice america sports Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel.
0: Sports have become a big part of everyone's lives today. We all have that team that we live and breathe to follow. We watch hours of football on TV, play Madden Sports on our gaming system, and our wives can't seem to tear us from the couch. If this sounds like you, or if you're a football wife who wants a few words, we want to hear from you. Listen for Life, Love, and Sports featuring your host, Ron Dixon. Ron takes you inside the world of sports and finds out what you, the fan, are talking about today. Listen Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports.
6: Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. <laughs> You're talking sports with Kwame Lasseter. If you have a question or comment for the show today, give us a call right now. The toll-free number is 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Now, back to Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk.
3: All right, welcome back to the show. Uh, Monk, don't you ever do it again. That's got to be the music part right there i got to get my sexy voice yeah, on. call or? him on blast because of the sexy voice? No, Monk usually hooked me up. I don't know. He's in there drinking or something like that. He has am <laughs> cl- Kahlua in his Wrong coffee. Wrong Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, welcome back to the show. This is from sports talk Alex in the studio. This is the last segment. Deborah Debris, yourclareage.com. Kenya Simone and Samaj Kadir. I'm still a uh, little taken back by these two guys mm-hmm. calling in. Hey, mm-hmm. I was, um, was going
2: to say something. You know, T.O. is down here in L.A. Uh, today. Yeah. Um, trying for
3: his comeback. Yeah. Tio's a, he's a reality guy. This this is all this is and I I think it's perfect timing now because guys are actually getting hurt. I think Tennessee because Kenny Britt was gone mm-hmm. He'd be a perfect fit for Tennessee Well I mean You'll definitely be able
4: to tell right now If he's coming back for money Or if he's coming back to win a championship With he what was, team Because if he goes Say he goes to somewhere like I always bring up the Chargers But say he goes somewhere like the Chargers him. He'd be there to win He's not He's not going to be the number one option Right But he'd be there to win yeah. If he goes somewhere like Tennessee
3: He's going for a paycheck And he could be that third guy in uh, San Diego Because they got They'd two outstanding gross. They'd be oh. filthy if he comes back healthy, right. because what he's going—what about eat? New England also? Well, yeah, because what happened to uh, uh, Chad Ochocinco? He's
2: mm-hmm. what happened to this yeah, guy? What happened to him?
3: No, because he, Wes Walker happened to him. <coughs>
2: he is the reality show guy. Yeah. Yeah. Wes Walker right. happened
3: to him. But Them guys cry on that reality show—I might get me a show. Like, I could cry for a couple of uh,
1: hundred
3: thousand. I cry. <laughs> <laughs> you do it on I YouTube for really <laughs> free.
4: I
1: think T.O. really wants to play. I can't uh, be crying I on YouTube. You yeah, I think. Do it, Stephon Marbury.
4: Just eat, eat uh
3: Petroleum jelly, like he did. But this this workout, so I, I think fun. he does want to play. But he was crying, talking about he had to. I wonder he said he had a lot of financial stuff going on on t- uh, one of his shows.
1: Yeah,
2: he had this manager or accountant was stealing from him and a close friend. So yeah, he was going through a lot. See,
3: when they do that, I don't know how those people still alive. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying go kill them. But I don't per se, I, I don't know how they. You still, you are stealing from. You stealing.
0: There are places you can disappear. Yeah. Oh man.
3: Well, it must not be in Arizona, because uh, out here.
0: In construction, I always kept uh, kept a watch on where we were putting footings down, so I knew where I could put the bodies. <laughs> could be
3: bodies. Yeah, you gotta go. You can't go deeper than six foot. But, but I don't know. Yeah, he he would he would be coming back for depending on like Alex said, depending on which team it is, he'll be coming back. For for the money. Uh, but unfortunately, guys need Tim Tebow like they need uh, Tiki Barber right now. Mm. There's a lot of running backs going down. Tiki Barber could actually come back in the mix because uh, he's healthy. He's fresh. He left the game on top. Uh, he wasn't injured when he left. So this would be a good, uh, good situation, good time for those guys to come back. Um, you know,
2: Michael Jordan left the game on top too, but look what happened when he came back. Yeah, he Sometimes came back wearing number 45.
3: He came back with a smoking jacket on. He was that was he should have stayed John. An ascot,
2: right? Yeah,
3: not. <laughs> <laughs> a smoking jacket and ass ascot. I'm like 45. Who was that? And it was his brother's number. Yeah, <laughs> and that's too bad because uh, Michael Jordan was is the greatest of all right. time. Yeah,
2: right. He's a good guy too. Uh, we don't
3: yeah. want to. I don't want to debate that on here. Hey, right hey Kenya, what's going on with uh, Matt Forte? Why doesn't he have a contract yet? This guy's the best running back in the league right now.
2: I don't know. That's probably the biggest mistake that the Bears are going to make if they don't given what he wants because he is showing them that I am that guy that I said I was and I'm carrying this team pretty much. And it, if they don't sign him then you know it'd be like losing some of the other good guys that we've lost in the past because of the stinginess with our organization.
3: Just like the
4: Arizona Cardinals used to be. Yeah. I I got two words for why he doesn't have a contract. His name is Chris Johnson.
3: But well, I was gonna bring that up but but Chris Johnson, um you gotta a credit that the only, uh, Kevin McGuire is the only person that's not on the offensive line. And head coach Munchuk, that's his fault. You, they are, that's a passing offensive line. Right. They need to find a way to get him the ball. Before when Kevin McGuire was there, he had those guys pushing forward. Uh, and, and he, two years ago, we did have 2,000 yards. Yeah. Outstanding. And then last year was pretty good. And by NFL standards, you should get 1,000 yards or more. I think he had 1,200. Which was, which is good. But, you know, sitting out in camp, not being a, not not being with his team and going through this stuff like as we said before. Now he's a he's a great talent, but I can't figure out why he does why he's not because he got paid. N- not him. He's Chris, he's, no, Chris he, Johnson. Uh, yeah, yeah. Johnson used to come out of the backfield and catch passes just like Matt Forte. Right, but he's still a young guy. Matt Forte, if you remember. um, uh, My forte is in that Mike Moss offense. So, all they need is another receiver, a, a, like a standout receiver. Then you have that, what we saw in St. Louis when, when they won the Super Bowls, mm-hmm. because they have a running back that, that was similar to um, uh, the running back that St. Louis had. What is Marshall Fault. Marshall Fault? They have that. He's just like that. Can do all those things uh, in those packages. But they don't have a receiver. Their offensive line is suspect. But in that off, Mike Moss offense, they, it, the, the routes are timing, so it gets it out. These receivers. On that eighth step, that ball should be in their hand. Right. Well, that's
4: why screen passes work so well on that offense. That's why he gets so many yeah. yards because they're letting people go as is. So you never know if it's going to be a screen or not. Now, not taking away from Matt Forte, he's I mean, put up the numbers that Chris Johnson put up when he got 2,000 yards. Right. He's, <laughs> right. gonna, he, he's received 100 yards and ran for 100 yards in a game. He ran for 205 in a game. Like, he's definitely, that offense is perfect for him. DeMarco yeah, Murray. A
2: thousand, like a 1,091, I think.
4: Last year, last uh, seven games, so
2: he's he's doing his. As thing.
4: long as he stays healthy, because yeah. in the beginning he wasn't he mm-hmm. wasn't always healthy, and now now he's definitely a top five back in the league with with receiving and running. Well, uh, he came he
3: out when he first came out, he was the guy in Chicago. Then he had a sophomore slump, if you will. Mm-hmm. Then he he's back. And I mean, they thought
4: Marion Barber might take some carries away from him, but it right. ain't gonna happen.
3: No, let me ask you guys this. well uh, first, all, I say. Chicago Bears need to pay this guy or they will lose this guy. Mm-hmm. Chris yeah. Johnson, don't look at Chris Johnson's situation because Chris Johnson didn't go to the in camps um, not making excuses for him. He should be performing a lot better. This guy had uh, probably 57 yards last week. So that, that's crazy in itself. Let me ask you guys this. Are you going to be upset if basketball season's not not uh, happening this year? Because I yes. think they've missed about 100 games already. Yes. Uh, Ken, you want to take am, this one first? Uh,
1: yeah.
2: I, that's I, Samaj I, I, right I'm a there. Oh, Samaj, sorry. No, no I basketball Kim. day is Christmas. Christmas Day basketball, mm-hmm. that's just so sentimental for me with my brothers and my dad. But already we're looking at beyond Thanksgiving. They just canceled two more weeks. So they're saying November 28th, if they can come to some type of an agreement. If they can't come to an agreement by November 28th, then no basketball on Christmas. They say it takes about 30 days after they shake on it in order to get the wheels turning. So,
3: Well, yeah, and, and, and they get into situations like... You know, the, the, the players are not going to accept the 50 50 that the owners want. Right. I'm not sure. I don't know their numbers, the money wise. Uh, I'm probably sure it's uh, public. Uh, but, you know, 50 50 for a business that the owner started, 50 50 for the products. They got to come to some type of an agreement where they got to get this on the road because then ultimately you're going to lose a lot of fans. The fans are not going to be on the stage. And then you got these guys going overseas, which I think basketball is going to happen anyway because they pay you more, they able to pay you. And for less time, contracts are limited. Now you got, you got a um, now you got Allen Iverson hosting two day tournaments in Vegas.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: He's having he's hosting a two day NBA tournament in Vegas, and this is what these guys are doing uh, to supplement mm-hmm. their. I wouldn't I wouldn't say supplement their income because they they getting paid. Well, the guaranteed. players are going to
0: find a way to play in some way, shape, or form. And if they go overseas, it's going to be the the main players that are going to get paid. The guys that are at the bottom of the. You know, the roster aren't necessarily going to get that kind of pay, so they're going to lose out big time, and, of course, the fans are going to lose.
4: Right. And I, I thought
0: it
2: was nice that, like, LeBron James and a couple of other franchise players were putting into a fund for some of those, the bottom-tier players as yeah, well.
3: Yeah, I, sure, I think that's ex- them
2: supplement their income and take care of their
3: family. So I thought that was And great. I think that's actually yeah, because ex- there, there is an extreme of who's getting paid and who's not. I think the, <laughs> that never happened in football because, you know, football guys are different, but basketball, the, their contracts are not guaranteed, I guess. Mm-hmm.
1: But and that that is
3: that is huge. What the uh, NBA guys are doing for those guys who you know just coming in the league, who's like second round picks, mm-hmm. they're not getting money. We got about forty five seconds. Anybody has anything? I
4: think I think that uh,
3: 45 seconds. I think they should just scrap the season.
4: <coughs> Billy Hunter's doing a great job not budging for the players. For the players, yeah. um, this is this is very baseball. You know, baseball's got the uh, got the toughest, strongest uh, uh, union out of all the sports, and I think that you know I, I think that if they scrap the whole season. The good things will
3: happen for the players later on. November 12th through the 13th, at Thomas Mack Center. Allen hosting a two-day tournament. Debra brief what we leave out here?
0: Uh, just had a press release announcement. Coach Zahner and I, who is a uh, 13-year NFL specialist, with uh, uh, he and I are coming together to uh, help the punters, kickers, and snappers not only get to the NFL but stay there if they're already there.
3: I got something for the, uh, NFL alumni guys. It's a second career, second stage plan. So, uh, we'll be holding meetings. I get a couple people in there, a couple, uh, talk about their work, come and things like that. Um, stay tuned for those dates. Thanks, Kenya, Simone, and Samaj Kadir for joining oh, the you. show. Hey, this is Sports Talk. We'll see you guys next week. Next week will be 10 o'clock on Voice America Sports, Kwamalai Sports Talk. 10 o'clock, we'll be on live.